0: on the law. Marginal legal advice. There are now 16 states that want to be able to fire employees for being transgender. Now, it's not that they want to fire. What they want to do is, uh, not, is not to be stopped from firing them. Uh, there is a case going on in the Supreme Court whether it is legal to fire people for being transgender. In other words, this transgender uh, sex discrimination issue. Uh, Over a dozen states filed a brief uh, with the Supreme Court uh, asking the court to rule on their side. This is an amicus brief, amicus being friend of the court, and that's in quotes uh, brief where you're not actually involved in the case, but you're filing a brief to let the court or to have the court look at it to give some some credence to your side. So, at the heart of the case is a question whether the laws protecting people from the discrimination on the basis of sex include gender gender identity in the definition. Sixteen states supporting the suit have expressed their doubts, uh, calling the appeals court ruling in favor of allowing firing of transgenders, arguing that that's egregious area area in policy experimentation, and uh, sex. As they argue, it refers to one's biological status as a male or female, not a changeable psychological view of one's gender. And the argument is, you are the person that you were born as. And the transgender part doesn't count, which makes no sense to me. Uh, So these states have filed a suit. Asking the Supreme Court to make it legal to fire people for being transgender. Well, I mean, that's a little bit specious. Firing someone and not giving them the right to argue sex discrimination is more likely. I mean, that's uh, that's a headline that really doesn't make any sense. Just saying that a transgender person should not be protected under the same statutes or court cases as being discriminated against for sex. I don't know where they're going with that. I really don't. I mean, I I don't know how that's not discrimination. If someone is canned for being transgender, no idea how that wouldn't be discrimination. All right, let's take some phone calls. Trevor, welcome to Handle on the Law. Hi, Bill. I'm
1: involved in a current uh, civil case, and uh, my opponent is represented by uh, two attorneys who work at the same law firm, one of the attorneys. Uh, is not actual counsel, but uh, he is saying he's a witness to the situation. He has signed a declaration that we know is a lie, and we have proof that it's a lie. So my question is, if my opponent loses the case because the, um, the attorney that works with the law firm misrepresented this as a lie, does that law firm open themselves up to
0: malpractice from my Probably not, because uh, he's okay. acting as an individual, as a witness. He's not acting as an well, employee. I, here's the thing
1: is, even though he's acted as a witness, at one point during the, during the case in court, when the judge called the attorneys back, he went back to the judge's chambers with the attorney that works yeah, at his law firm.
0: But that's not enough. Okay. That's not going to be enough to change everything around. Uh, it just isn't. Marie, hello, Marie. Welcome to Handle on the Law.
2: Yes, I'd like to know if um, Social Security, oh, can a creditor obtain uh, judgment if my only source of income
0: is Social Security to pay a bill? Sure, they can, they can obtain judgment all they want. The trick is, can they get into your Social Security? They cannot. Yes. They, they cannot. Can that money is not available to them unless it hits your bank account. Once it hits your bank account, then they can grab it. They can't lean your Social Security income. That can't be touched until you have the money in a separate account. How much money are we talking about, Marie? Mm,
3: probably
0: like five grand. Eh, I don't think that. And your only income is Social Security. I don't think they're going to go much. Yeah. They're yes. not going. To, they're not going to do.
2: When much. you say it goes into your personal account, like I have direct deposits.
0: So yeah. No, it goes thing. into your personal account. Yeah. Once it goes. Then into: they can snatch it. Yeah. Of course they can because it's your money. At that point, it's your oh. asset. So what do people do? Well, they get the check and they cash it. And then they buy money orders and do everything by money order. That's the way some people do it. Uh, Other people just open an account and they open another account every year and they go to another bank. And uh, so there's a bunch of different ways of dealing with it. But in the end. Well, as soon as they hit and take it all out. It can be, but they have to find the account. They have to know the account number. Okay. And uh, for five grand, uh, yeah, you know, I don't know how many people would do that, especially when you're on Social Security and how much goes in there at any given time. Uh, Uh, I thought there
2: was a law where they could not take your money if it's straight
0: for Social Security. That's correct. They can't lean Social Security. They cannot. But that's until it is cashed or put in your account. That is absolutely correct. Hello, Dan. Welcome to Handle on the Law.
4: Uh, Did you say Dan? I did. Okay, great. Real quick, uh, about six years ago, well, I'm adopted. Okay, and I was adopted, and I they, my parents adopted me, gave me a name. Okay, so um, and that, uh, and about thirty years later, I found my real dad, um, and I changed my name to his name. This all happened in Washington State. Um, about six years ago, um, I was in a I had an issue with a car dealership, and basically, they charged me with uh, um, uh, felony theft. As for I worked for this place and uh I took a payment, didn't give it back to them, but because they kept my paycheck. Anyway, I thought the thing was all defunct because the dealership went out of business were got so I put out business we doing uh the thing. Uh, I went to go, I moved back to California, went to get a job and got out this warrant there. Now when I came back to California, um they wouldn't accept my name change in California, This was in Washington State. So they would only issue me a license in my
0: prior name. No, 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 no. You, first of all, you did you get a court order? Did you change your name legally, Dan? Yes, I did. In then and you State. and you show. But they accept the
4: California DMV. Uh,
0: I don't understand how they can't do that. And, I don't either. Okay. I don't either. So, so, so here's an easy went, one. I, There's an easy answer. I went ahead, go ahead. What was that? No, go I ahead. I went ahead and got my license in my prior name that I
4: have for 30 years. I'm 52. Okay. And uh, when I went to apply for this job, they did a check and find this death warrant. Now, I looked it up, and there's a three-year, uh, three-year limitations law on it. It's for $300. Um, but I can't it unless I go to Washington State. Is that correct?
0: You know what? I don't understand three-quarters of it. I really don't. And I didn't under- hear it, didn't understand much of it, but thanks for the call. Always appreciated. Dale. Hey, Dale. Welcome to Handle on the Law. How you doing,
5: Handle? I'm currently in a relationship. It's going south. I purchased a home during this relationship. We have two kids together. And throughout this relationship, she is still currently married to another man. Does she, is she
6: entitled to half
0: of the house? It depends. It doesn't matter. Property? It doesn't matter that she's currently married uh, to another man. Let's talk about where the money came from to buy the house. Was that separate money? Did you have a separate account before you were married, and did you take the money out of that? Well, we're not currently married. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. Well, Let me me go the other way. Let me go. Whose name is on title? My name is on title. All right. And where did the money for the down payment come from? My account. That was there before you were married or before you began cohabiting with her?
6: Well, no. That money was established by both
0: of us. Ah, you're yeah, she gets she gets she gets half the house, Dale. She gets half the house. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Now I'll tell you why, because okay. she put up she put up the money, it was a community asset. She put up the money for the down payment, so how do you think you're gonna screw her? Well, I was just, just of the fact that it's all under my name. I understand. Oh, sure. I and if my wife is stupid enough for me to put my property under her name and I've been married for decades, and every dime we have is community assets, what do I say? It's in my name? Hey, the checks are written in my name. They pay me and they don't pay her. That doesn't mean that she is entitled to half of it because it's a community asset. Okay. So you're not getting out of this one. There is no chance. This is Handle on the Law. I'll give you one. And welcome back to uh, KFI AM 640. More stimulating talk. Bill Handle. This is Handle on the Law. Troy. Hi, Troy. Welcome to Handle
6: on the Law. Hey, Bill. How you doing? Uh, thanks for picking up the phone. Listen, um, I've got to sue somebody, you know, somebody I lived with for a while. It was a short time, six weeks. I paid them some upfront money. I paid them two grand, and uh, I also paid them uh, $50 a month for four months. That's $200 on top of the two grand because I was only planning on staying there for months. I left early, six weeks they didn't pay me, so I know i got to go to civil court. And uh, small claims court, get my money back, yada, yada, yada. That I understand. My issue is is that um, I'm in California, and I was trying to find the small claim court forms online. Yeah, you can find them. And, and to be honest with you, all I'm getting is superior court stuff. He just asked for
0: small claims. If you put in small claims, you're only getting superior court forms? Yeah, yeah. And, and you actually... Small claims? and you are actually, wait a second, and you're actually, mm-hmm. for example, putting in a browser small claims and the city that you live in, I, and you're not getting any small claims information?
6: Right. Hmm. L.A., L.A. County, correct. Uh, okay. I'm getting, what I'm getting is they, they give me three forms, and none of which are like a simple, like, you know, to fill out the complaint and the summons and stuff like that. So my question to you was, do you know of an alternate way besides getting up, going all the way down there, and going through the drama? You know what?
0: Other line, than, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there is a way. There's uh, an Internet site, and you're going to pay uh, some money for it, not a lot. And they'll have it, and you fill it out, and it's done right. They'll uh, serve it uh, for you. They'll actually do the process, but you're going to pay some money for that. You're going to pay uh, $100, $150 bucks or whatever they charge you for that. And it's a company that I uh, talk about all the time on the radio show uh, that's the Internet Legal Documentation Company or the document company. You know, uh, I would just keep on searching. It doesn't make any sense. I'd call the clerk and say, where do I get your forms? That makes sense.
6: That makes sense. But you know what the problem is? You know what they tell you? We're not allowed to give out that information. No,
0: but the, wait a sec. They're not allowed sure. to give out the information where you get the forms? Oh, not where you get the forms. What forms? Yeah, no, they won't give you that. They won't give you that. They won't, But just ask, I want some small claims forms. That's all. Call him up. Ask for it. Hello, Mike. Welcome to Handle on the Law.
7: Hi, Bill. Hey, I have an order for child support in Orange County for the past four years. It's current. Everything's paid up. Everything's good. Um, I was just notified by Ventura County that my ex has opened a second child support case running concurrent with this one. All right, and it's
0: it's for the same child, correct? Correct. Oh, yeah, that's easy. So I'm assuming uh, you contacted... Uh, the Riverside, uh, the county of Rizzo, or San Bernardino, and said, hey, guys, I'm already paying this through L.A. County, and this is just a second hit.
7: Correct, correct. And they said, oh, fax us copies of your checks because uh, this apparently she had opened this in December. So I was notified in January. Um, I filled all all the paperwork because I thought this was opening something new. And they said, okay, well, we need December, January, February. And I I faxed them checks saying, hey, I'm, I'm current. What, you know, I don't know what you're asking for. And uh, the case says I currently owe through Ventura for December, January, February, all right, and but you, March.
0: All right, but it, the case may say that, but I think once you send them the checks to prove that you paid for those three months, uh, then, the mm-hmm. case, then the case should disappear. What, what are they saying? Are they going after you? Have they garnished wages? Or are they simply all saying, right. send us send us copies of the check, and that's all we need? No,
7: I called and I said, "Hey, this, there's already this is already going on. There's a, there's a case in Orange County," and they said, "Okay, you know,
0: fax us over the checks." And, uh, and we'll okay, check and, I, and and it was so. And I let me repeat the question: Have they tried to garnish wages? Are they? Do they have a court order? Are they doing anything other than letting you know and you letting them know? And they said, "Just send us the checks." Is there anything beyond mm-hmm. that right now? No. All right, then send just send them the, the then letter. just send them a copy of the checks. Okay. That's easy, huh? Boy, there's a complicated one. Gee, they want copies of the checks, Bill. What do I do? How about sending them copies of the checks? What do you think, huh? Hello, Eric. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Hello, yes. Yes, sir. Uh, my question is, 20 years ago,
6: I uh, worked for a city in California, and I took something from the city. Uh, I was curious, is there a statute of limitations on actually taking something from a public yeah. uh,
0: I think there. Like yeah, I think there is. I think there and is.
6: It, is it illegal to sell it 20 years later?
0: Uh, you know what? This this has to do with governmental entities. And uh, I'm not going to say yes. Well, you know what? Actually, I am going to say yes. Because uh, if it's illegal, you're going to get arrested. And that's a great story when you call me and say, gee, Bill, I listened to you. I did exactly what you said, and I got arrested. <laughs> now what would you like me to do? And then I start giving you advice that you would listen to again. Uh, so the answer, Eric, is I don't know the answer to that one. Uh, I know there is a statute in terms of they're going after you criminally. They can't do that. Now, uh, is there a statute uh, in that uh, they can go after you for something you stole? Uh, you know what? Probably not, but I wouldn't guess it. Uh, I, I wouldn't go for it. Uh, how much? Well, first of all, let me go back and, and do it another way. How much money are we talking about? What is it you stole and how much money is it worth?
6: It's a map of something from a city. And uh, it could be worth um, many thousand dollars.
0: All right. So it's some kind of a historical document. Yes. They probably don't even know that it's in the inventory. I would think that no one would have any idea that it still belonged to the city. I'm guessing unless uh, the person, uh, you're going to sell it on eBay, you're going to sell it on uh, some Internet site, you're going to sell it at swap meet. for all I know, who says, oh, I remember that. That was 20 years ago. And you say, no, I bought it from someone. I bought it from someone 10 years ago. I don't remember who it was. So my guess is probably you're going to be okay, but it is a sleazy, certainly immoral, maybe illegal, maybe criminal Thing to do, which of course means, of course, you're going to do it instantly, aren't you, Eric? <laughs> yes. The answer go, yeah, you betcha, Bill. This is Handle on the Law. This is KFI AM six forty. More stimulating time. Bill Handle here on a Saturday, and welcome back to Handle on the Law: Marginal Legal Advice. Phone numbers. Eight hundred five two zero one KFI. Eight hundred five two zero one five three four. We still have a few lines open. Anthony, hi Anthony. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Hello.
7: How you doing? I have a uh, the city of L.A. Uh, took taxes away from me. And um, they got the wrong person. It was actually the Department of Transportation. They they said that I got a ticket in East LA. I don't even live anywhere near East LA. And they just took away my taxes. I went okay, the wait
0: oh, wait a sec. Did you, so uh, you were you got a ticket? Which you did. Did you answer the ticket? Did you go to court that day? Negative. I, the the vehicle in question is not even mine. Okay, but I did you but did you go to court to answer the complaint, or you never even no. got you never even the ticket never even showed up? You had no idea you have it because it was on a vehicle that you didn't own. Is that what you're saying? Correct. So, uh, okay, so you had no idea. Well, you get to put in a claim, and uh, if they already removed your taxes, uh, you've got a mess on your hands. I didn't know they could do that. You're talking about your state taxes, your federal taxes. My state taxes. And how, tax much, and, and how much money do they take out of your state taxes to pay for this uh, ticket that was never been in your car? It was almost $400. And how do they get your name? Because usually they ticket the car. This was a moving violation or was it a parking ticket?
7: I believe it's a parking ticket. And uh, they. I went to the DMV because I got the license plate number and I gave the DMV the license plate number and they said um, that it belonged to a different... A name similar to mine. Oh, I see. I got
0: it. Oh, I see. So what you? Uh, yeah, and so did you make any moves to have that ticket removed? Because you have to do that. As far as they're concerned, it's you. And you I
7: have... tried. They they sent me back and forth between the Department of Transportation and the City of L.A. and the DMV, and both of them saying, "Well, you have to go there." And then I would go there. Yeah, and that's a mess. You have to go
0: back to them. You got caught in the system. You got caught in the system. Now you can make. You're going to have to go back into court and have the ticket removed. There's no way around it. Uh, On that basis, if you can have the ticket somehow taken off the record, I don't even know how you do that. I would call the clerk of the court and say, I got a ticket and I didn't even know, explain the situation and say it was on a car that I didn't own. And the guy is, the the name is similar. And you tag me, how do I get around this? What do I do? What paperwork do I file? And uh, the clerk Will say, well, I don't practice law, but you, you, I would do a nice internet search on that one. This is all about you doing research because I don't even know where to go on that one. And yes, you did get screwed completely. Steve, welcome to handle on the law. Hi, Steve. Hi, Bill. Um-
5: I got one of your lawyers about six, eight months ago to try to go bankrupt. She said I made too much money, plus I had to pay her up front, which didn't have any cash flow. I got about 125000 unsecured. unsecured. Um, they told me I couldn't go bankrupt back then. I was paying tuition for my daughter, but she graduates in May. So I'm wondering, if, you know, it shows that I make about ten grand a month, but, you know, I'm a, I'm a corporation, and I don't see
0: that money. I'm showing I make about 1000 after expenses. All right. So, Inri, yeah, now you're an employee of the corporation, correct? Correct. I don't know why, if you're making $1,000 a month and uh, you, uh, it doesn't matter what the corporation's earning, if you can prove legitimate expenses, I don't understand why they wouldn't let you go bankrupt on $120,000 well, worth of debt. I mean, I just don't, I don't understand where they're going with that.
5: Yeah, I would, too. The, the problem was I bought two. TLK Mercedes-Benz, because I know my credit was going to hit
0: the wall. I yeah, Steve, here's here's the problem. A bankruptcy judge is going to look at that and go, you're crazy if you think I'm going to let you file for bankruptcy. Well,
5: suppose I gave up
0: one of the cars. I don't, you know, talk to the bankruptcy attorney. What you're trying to do is saying, I'm broke, but I'm still going to take advantage of all of this. And I'll tell you, if you're willing to do that, I'll, I'm willing to bet that the judge is going to look at your expenses on the corporation and say, you know what, you're doctoring those. Knowing you're going yeah. to go bankrupt, guess what? I want to look at all the expenses, and I want to make sure they're all legitimate. Yeah. And uh, if they aren't, you're screwed. Yeah. I, one of the cars
5: is subsidized by the owner of my company, um, and the other one I pay out of pocket.
0: Wait a minute. I thought you but, said it's your corporation.
5: Right, but I get a car allowance of 890 bucks a, month, for from your,
0: from, wait a minute, month. From your corporation that you own. No, from the I work exclusively for a, a contractor.
5: I'm an at, I'm at home sales rep. So, it, so why did meeting. you
0: mention your corporation? So, what is what? Is, where's the hundred and twenty thousand dollars? I don't understand. That's the is that your income? That's what I take a month. Okay, it, so yeah. all right, so that's what the judge is looking at. He's looking at right. ten thousand dollars a month, and he's looking at your expenses. And the judge is saying, or the lawyer is saying uh, that the judge is going to say. You make way too much money. You're spending way too much money on your own personal crap, like two Mercedes Benzes. And I'm not going to let you right. go bankrupt. So you, tell, uh, you go back to the lawyer and say, what do I have to do to qualify for bankruptcy? That's what you do. Of course, the judge is saying no. Of course. Christine. Hi, Christine. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Hi.
8: Yes, I'm I'm calling about a a conservatorship um, case that involves um, emotional, physical, mental, and um, financial uh, fraud.
0: Oh, this is going to get great. Uh, Where's emotional fraud? Where, where, uh, well, it's
8: it's it's, it's like a, it's hurting feelings without thinking that it's, it's the feelings are hurt. Like they're stoic, you know. And the person the last time I believe I saw the person, he, he was stoic, which means he was emotionless, faceless. He didn't have no emotion. And, um, yeah, no, I get he, that.
0: I, I have plenty. I have plenty of people in my life that I know that are emotionless. Now, uh, where's the fraud? Well what? Where's the fraud?
8: Whereas the fraud, fraud, it it involves the taking of the money and the the person not knowing uh, that it was being taken for other uses than than, uh, should have been used.
0: Okay, that's you. should have been used for. And that's you. That was was you the money is taken from, correct, Christine?
8: No, well, me, yes. It was me, but it it was mostly, didn't belong to me, it was my husband.
0: And is your husband, well, okay, uh, is your husband still around?
8: Uh, but I'm not sure. I haven't
0: talked to him in a few weeks. Ah. And
8: whenever I do try to talk to him, they won't let me talk to him. They make up an excuse. They go, well, uh,
0: you can't talk to him. Right. Wow. Who, who yeah. is, who is they, Christine, that are keeping you from talking the to your husband? The
8: administration people that they answer the phone uh, at, at, at Westwood, at one oh, Westwood oh, he's, he's
0: at, Oh, he's in, he's in, uh, he's in a hospital. Yes. And they won't let you go and visit him.
8: And no, they keep saying that, you know, I can't visit him. Act like, like I'm not even his wife. And when we got married 421
0: twenty one seventy six I found his wife. Hmm. Well, you got quite a story. So here's what I'm going to suggest you do. is Because uh, it's a long, long story, Christine. Uh, can you? Yeah, yeah dude, I know. It's, it's okay. No, it's okay. I understand. Listen. No, no. A- anytime you start mentioning uh, faceless, emotionless, uh, and fraud in the same sentence, I know it's a good case, Christine, so I don't have a problem with that. I know uh, there's lots of money there, and I think you can collect a ton of money. So uh, let me suggest, go to my website, and uh, you can pick uh, any attorney, because they're all very good, and say, Bill suggested I contact you, and tell the attorney that story, because I think you're going to get help, okay? Okay.
4: Okay, Yeah. just go to to
0: handleonthelaw.com and pick any attorney you want. But make sure, sure, wait a minute, in order for you to get the kind of service that I want you to get, make sure that you say, I called Bill on the radio show and he wanted me to talk to you directly. Fair enough? Okay. All right, good. I'm sure we'll help you a lot. Yes. (sighs) All right. This is Handle on the Law. This is KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk. Welcome back to Handle on the Law, marginal legal advice. Phone numbers 800 520 1 KFI, 800 520 1534. We still have a few lines open. Sorry, uh, I, you know, I have a hard time hearing, seeing the screen because the screen in this studio is way the hell off. Uh, Lori. Hi, Lori. Welcome.
3: Hi. So I used to live with my aunt, and we were having problems with our neighbors. The, they have three dogs, and they never walked them, and they were constantly barking, and they would also jump over our friends sometimes. And my aunt's very old, and she's um, also overweight, so she had a lot of health problems. So it would scare her a lot. And uh, she went to uh, small—well, she filed a police report and then went to a mediator, and they agreed that they would build a fence. Um, But that didn't stop the barking, and they still attacked the fence. Uh, I moved out about a year ago, and I still have to come over to help her take out the trash and everything because she's afraid to go near the fence. And she doesn't want to do anything anymore because when she went to the mediator, they were—they— put loud music and they really taunted her and they made her feel right. terrible for doing that. So What's your question? I wanted to know I wanted to know if I could I could sue them. No. Because I used to live there. No.
0: Okay. No. It's not your case anymore. You're out of there. It's over. No, no, no. I love that. Second team. Uh, Betty! Hi, Betty. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Uh, hi. Yes. Uh, I,
2: I have a problem with the banker and I don't know how to handle it at all.
0: Okay, now you start asking questions. That's the, that's the way this works, Betty.
2: Okay, I listen to you sometimes. All right,
0: so tell me what's going on. Tell me what the banker is doing, and uh, let me see if I can answer the question. By the way, it's not appropriate for you to say, I listen to you sometimes. You want to say, I listen to you all the time, Bill. Well, you
2: know I do. Okay,
0: that's good. Okay. So now we've gotten off on the right foot. Let's go for it, Betty.
2: Uh- what happened was uh, my husband uh, died with a debt, and they blamed it on me. The bank did, and I didn't even know anything about it till after he died. How and long have you? Been, how long were you? Test. How long were you married, Betty? Uh, twenty-five years.
0: And uh, so the fact you didn't know about it uh, really doesn't matter. That was your debt too, Betty.
2: Um, uh, my name was not on that. Yeah, it
0: really doesn't matter. It uh, really doesn't matter. He's going to argue I that wonder, it was— I wonder,
2: do you know a lawyer I could go talk to about this? Well— because there's more involvement in there. I yeah, could
0: talk to uh, somebody. How, Betty, how much money are we talking about that the bank? As uh, well?
2: That was uh, like $8,000. Okay.
0: Well, there's negotiation that you can do, and I don't know if it's worth it to talk to a lawyer because a lawyer is going to cost you uh, a lot of money, and in the end you may end up paying thousands of dollars anyway— just for lawyer's fees? I'd like
2: fees? to try it, though, because I didn't have anything to do with that debt, and I wasn't I aware of, of I, it at all.
0: I get it. I get it. But then there's a whole—what kind of debt? Did he borrow money from uh, the bank? It was—he
2: was, uh, he was uh, just buying things, and I didn't know anything about See, it until he died. Yeah. And he was in hospice care when he died. Yeah, that's a problem. about it, and See, I didn't.
0: Right. That's still going to be a problem. Uh, and you, i you still yeah. got
2: to talk to a lawyer because okay, I wasn't be involved in it.
0: Betty, where do you live? I live in Hollywood. Yeah, you can go to our, go to our website. Go to uh, com, and uh, just start emailing our lawyers. And get to. a lawyer? Yeah, but you're going to have to just ask questions. You can't hire a lawyer, Betty. A lawyer's going to ask for a 2500 or $5,000 retainer. Yeah. So you're better off negotiating with the bank and saying, gee, you know I what? I
2: can't negotiate with that person because he's trying to pull a bunch of stuff on me and I don't like him. Well, lied too much.
0: Well, you can still say. I mean, you got. You have to negotiate with someone. You're gonna. You're gonna pay a lawyer hundreds of dollars an hour, Betty, to deal with this person. You, well,
2: it was just something I didn't even know about. It It huh? didn't even happen here. Uh, I get it. He supposedly Betty, put my
0: name I on get it I get in it. Reno, I, Nevada. I, I, and we lived there quite a few Betty, years. And then moved back here. We had does, lived here before. It doesn't and matter. that's how all that no happened. One, no, no one wants to hear it. No one wants to, to, to hear, hear it. it! I know it's unfair. You married a sleazeball. Matter of fact, sometimes my wife will give you exactly that same answer. But... I try not to be a sleazeball. Uh. Reyes, or is that right? Yes, Reyes. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Hi, Reyes. How you doing? My question is: the company I work for is uh, we we we, uh, we clock in with a with a badge, and clock in
6: and out. But the thing is, when we see our time, when we see our, our check the next week, if there's an hour missing or something, we bring it to their attention. It's been going on for like seven years. So they can meet their numbers, and they don't take care of it. They don't pay us back. They're not paying us. They say, we'll take care of it. And still to this day, they're not paying us. And they're doing this to everybody that, who pays attention.
0: Yeah, that's the huge.
6: that don't pay attention. Is, what can I do about that? That's a
0: huge violation of the law. I mean, that's a serious violation of the law. You can yeah. report that. You want to go to the Department of Consumer Affairs of the state, and it's a wage enforcement division, and you can file a complaint. How big a company are we talking about here?
6: Oh, they're a billion-dollar company. It's Saya Motor Freight. And how
0: many? you don't have to mention names. That doesn't help me. What, okay. How many people are involved with this time card business? Oh,
6: Probably everybody on the dock. At least 20, 30 people. Okay.
0: There. Well, then uh, there will probably be an investigation, and you have to provide some kind of evidence. Uh, you can't right. just make the allegation, and you go for it. Now, keep in mind that a company like that may end up firing your butt for doing that, but you'll get your right. money. You'll get your money, and there'll be some penalties there, too. Right. So that's what you do. Department of Consumer Affairs, you want to haul them in, because that is uh, a pretty serious allegation. Hi, Danny. It's your turn. Welcome to Handle on the Law.
7: I'm divorced.
6: I'm receiving alimony. And I was wondering what kind of motion I need to file if my wife lied to the judge.
0: Uh, about her assets, her income.
6: Income, I believe. What okay, how
0: is? do you uh, uh, how do you prove she has lied? What kind of proof do you have? Her word doesn't work that way. If the judge wants to believe it, judge wants to believe it. If you want to refute it, you know you're going to have to come in and say she was lying. You can't simply say she was lying because the judge already believes her. Danny. Well,
6: what it was was we
7: were receiving money from if it was part of a trust or part of her inheritance, uh, we were using that money. We were getting so much money every
0: month. Who's who was, re- who was receiving the money? Both of you? Were you both on it? Or who was actually receiving that money from the trust?
7: She was it's her,
0: receiving the money, putting it's her, it
7: into our account. Yeah, well, then that, we that becomes that yours.
0: Money. But, Danny, the fact is because she chose okay. to put the money into your account – doesn't mean that as soon as she stops putting the money in you have any right to it it's her money mm-hmm. and it's and it's not her it's not commun- it's not income that you are entitled to as part of a divorce proceeding so you are out of luck as they say yes it does not stop okay this is handle on the law